Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Hello, people. We never start like that, huh? Hola, soy Dora. Hola, soy Dora. I'm doing a podcast with two Doras? Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. Today we have another special guest. Which is named Dora. That's wrong. Do I say that wrong? That's all right. What's your name? My name is Presley. Oh, really, Presley? Yeah. What about you? What's your name? Um, yeah, what's your name? Dora. Okay, your name is Peyton. And your name is Presley, and what is one thing that's really cool about each of you? Um, I play soccer and I always win. And you had a game today, and who who whooped somebody's butt? Me! Yeah, you guys, you guys spanked them, huh? Yeah. Good job. Peyton, what did you do, and what do you like? Uh. No, don't let, it's a question for you. Um. What did you do today? I had a friend named um, Trinity, mm-hmm. and she had a sleepover from yesterday. Mm-hmm. And you guys went swimming today. Yes, and this morning, and yep. we didn't even eat breakfast. No, so you guys went straight in the pool. Yeah. And where did we have an adventure today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The animal play. Yeah, the animal play. We got to hold rats, hamsters. Ooh, yes, and we got to hold those tiny little, little mice. mice. Oh, and there were like so birds cute. flying around all over the store. Yeah. And there was a, a cockatoo, and it oh looked like gosh. just like my sister Molly's. And it was so annoying. It, it was, was like, like <laughs> literally <laughs> the most insane exactly. animal I think that exists. It's, it's more annoying than Aki, and that's <sighs> unbelievable because Aki's really annoying. Yeah. Besides the part when he gives you kisses yeah okay so cute all right we are reading chapter 26 and remember this goes backwards so this book is interesting it's very creepy you don't really know what's happening so presley doesn't even know what this book is right yeah it's chapter 26 this book counts down backwards so it started at chapter 33 and now it's going backwards calm down all the way down to one okay ready okay okay if you're reading this it's too late the secret series by pseudonymous Bosch and we're on book two chapter 26 and you know what we should start doing which is like a little late in the game maybe we should start saying the page number so people can start page 99 I t- it took six dollars three buses two hours one last bag of trail mix to get there but where Cass had told herself not to expect a medieval castle but a mini mall well, at least we can get Slurpees before we go back, said Max Ernest, looking at the convenience store that stood where the magic museum should be. There was a lot of dry cleaner and pet grooming station, pet grooming salon called Shampooch. Oh, that's actually cute. At first, they thought that they had the wrong place, but when they walked around the side of the building by the bathrooms, they saw a stairwell leading to the basement door. Next to the door was a small sign that said, The Magic Museum Members Only. Spooky. So spooky. Well, we're members in a way. Tersus members at least. Almost. True, Max Ernest reflected. And it doesn't say you have to be a museum member. You could be a member of anything. 
Cass tried to handle the door, or tried the handle, and the door swung, op swung open with surprising ease. They found themselves in a small waiting room that took that looked like it belonged in a Victorian mansion rather than a mini mall. Persian carpets were piled haphazardly on the polished wood floor. On the walls, portraits of famous magicians, some in tuxedos, others in robes and turbans, hung from satin ropes. And in the corner, perched a brass stand, an iridescent green parrot preened in front of the full-length mirror. An attractive but aloof-looking woman wearing black-framed glasses and a black satin suit sat behind a cluttered desk. Above her, flyers advertising the museum's events that were, po <sighs> that were posted on a bulletin board. See, reading makes you tired. No. The magical memes, the quietest magic show on earth. Next month, the old time traveling circus reunion. She smiled coolly at the two young people. Oh, look, our water pipes farted. Did you hear that? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's what happens sometimes when somebody turns water Just... on and off. <laughs> you know? Oh, like that creak in the house all the time? Yeah, but it's our water pipes farting. Oh, wow. They're I very gaspy. <laughs> <laughs> she smiled at them coolly. Oh, she smiled coolly at the two young people in front of her. I'm sorry, the museum is closed to the public, she said. Members only. Members only, the parrot. Oh, members only. Members only, the parrot squawked. Owen told us to come, said Cass, suddenly aware of the first time that they must look in their muddy clothes and ocean-washed hair. Does Owen have a last name? Asked the receptionist, expressionless, consulting her computer. Cass shook her head hesitantly. Well, he probably does, Ernest corrected. We just don't know it. We don't know if Owen is his real name. Sometimes he calls himself Mr. Needleman. Sorry, that name doesn't ring a bell either. If you'd like to come back, we offer tours on the third Sunday of every month. What about Pietro Bergamo, asked Cass. He's a magician. Don't you know him? The woman shook her head. Members only, the parrot repeated, as if speaking for her. As if speaking for her. The youngish man with longish hair and shortest goatee on his chin walked in front of in in from outside. He wore round wire-rimmed glasses and his eyes flickered briefly over the kids before he <sighs> nodded at the receptionist. Then he looked directly as the, at the parrot and said, "Password, please," in a precise English accent. "Make a magic spell. Don't try very hard," replied the parrot. The Englishman thought for a moment, then he said, Abracadabra, parrot's eyes glowed red and spread wings with a squeak of hinge. <laughs> what do you do? Why are you laughing? I don't know why the so book's funny. funny. Okay. I know it's so funny. I just said, I just, I t I just told her I'm saving my laughs for after the podcast, oh. and then she just started laughing. You guys are funny. Okay, ready? Do you guys know what's happening? Okay, they're at the, Okay, pay attention, Peyton. You have to pay attention. This is your podcast. Um, the, they just found the. Remember, they were supposed to go find the magic shop. Parrot. Peyton. The parrot talks. <laughs> There's a parrot in there. I thought the parrot was real. Cass whispered. I think it is, or was. It's taxidermy. Max Ernest whispered back. Behind the parrot, the full-length mirror swiveled against, uh, swiveled on its axis, revealing a dark hallway. Without another word, the Englishman strode through the opening. The mirror closed behind him. Well, if you have no further questions, it's time for my break now, said the receptionist, standing. 
The kids expected to be ushered out, but instead the receptionist smiled at them and excited or and exited the building, leaving them alone inside. Okay, Peyton, you're gonna read for a little bit now or you want Preston to go first? You wanna go? Okay, come here. I need water. Well I can't believe she just left left us like that, said Max Ernest. I think she did it on purpose, said Cass. I don't know why. Like it, she knows we're not allowed, but she wants us to go into the museum anyway. E either way, let's try to get in fast. Cass walked up to the pair, looked it in the eye. Abracadabra, dabbly. Abra, abra, wait. Abracadabble. Abracadabble. She stepped toward the mirror, but the pair didn't move. Neither did the mirror. I bet the password changes every time, said Max Ernest. That's why he had to ask that clue. Uh, he looked at the parrot and said the password, and said, password please, demanded entry the parrot but for but don't forget to feed me what kind of clue is that it thinks we're supposed to put two words together you know like smooch shampooch sandpooch said max ernest abadabbly abracadabbly <laughs> Abracadabra is <laughs> which was the spell part plus dabble, which means not trying very hard. Just looked skeptical. Skeptical. So we need a word that means demand entry, and then one. That means food for the parrot? Yeah, maybe. How about let me in, parrot food? Max scrunched his face up. That's kind of the idea, but the word should fit together. Open up. Open sesame? Open crackers? Oh, wait, no, hold on. No. Oh, no. Open up. Pizza delivery for parrot, said Cass. We're not thinking about this right, said Max. Ernest, said Max Ernest. What do, do birds eat? What do birds eat? Seeds. Mm -hmm. Oh, bird seeds, mm -hmm. said Cass. How about open bird seeds? That's it, you got it, said Max Ernest. Exactly, I did. She looked at the parrot, but the parrot didn't blink. Well, not exactly, but it is now. Max Ernest stepped in front of the parrot and said, Open sesame seed. Sesame seed. I said that. Oh, open sesame seed. I didn't say seed, I said open sesame, but yeah, okay. The, bird, the bird's eyes glowed. Red. Hold on. The eyes. Uh, 
the eyes glowed the, red. The bird's eyes, eyes glowed, glowed red. red. <laughs> the bird's eyes glowed red. Good job. It took a moment for their eyes to adjust to the darkness, but only the light in the hallway came from the di- display. Di- display light above the old magic show poster that lined up lined the walls proudly presenting monster what monsieur monsieur (laughs) henry (laughs) the human henry the human yes the human what the human salamander salamander he was he will pass the a red dot bar of iron through his tongue coming to your coming from the exotic east chung twing chung chow the chinese the chinese conjurer <laughs> watch bamboo grow from his fingers you wanted to go now? Here, I'm going to read this part because this is funky. Hurst in the Master of Mystery vanishes before your very eyes. All right, and then you're going to start right here. So that's everything that's coming at the magic show, I guess. All right, got it, Queen? Okay, we're right there. We were. Right there. At the end of the hallway, they walked under a sign that read Magic, a History of Disappearing disappearing or a disappearing history and they entered a large room displayed num- Dis- uh, displaying numerous numerous magic antiques antiques max his name is max ernest it's a very silly name max ernest exactly explained to cast what what they were looking at at least the things he he re- um, at least, oh, you know what? It's upside down for me. Okay, say. At least the things you're looking at, he recognized. He recognized from from books. He recognized from books, ingeniously. Ingeniously. Hinged. Hinged. Hinged cage designed. Cages designed. Good. Cages designed to. Conceal. Conceal birds before they were released out onto a stage. Floating tables with hidden holes in which to drop rabbits. Secretly marked playing cards and unreveal. I think unevenly. Unevenly Unevenly weighed dice. And and that's Houdini. Houdini, Max. I Max Ernest. I know Ma- it's such a weird Max name. Max Ernest pointed to a black and white f- photo of a bare chest man that um, a bare chest man that hugged above an exhibit of his locked and chained. It was locked in chains. Cass didn't say it, but she thought... Hunini. Hunini looked very... Fairly... Un... 
um, here, let me look, it's upside down. Undignified. Undignified, less like a, a word-famous magician that a short man is a... Oh, it's a Tarzan. A Tarzan... Oh, in a Tarzan outfit. In a Tarzan outfit. What should we wonder would... What should we wonder would Pietro... Pietro look like? Surely he didn't look like the white-bearded wizard, wizard of her imaginations. Or wouldn't she ever get to see him after all? Max S... Ernest. Ernest nudged her in the middle of all the displays was an empty black pedestal pedestal bearing mm -hmm. a small brass plaque plaque the sounds the sound of prism the sound of oh the sound prism I'm so sorry the sound prism a few tiny shards mm -hmm. good Shards of glass missing by the vacuum cleaner remained on remained on the floor beside the pedestal. Pedestal. The scene. The scene. The scene of the crime spooked. Spooked. They looked at it for a moment. For some reason, it felt as though Doctor L and Mrs. Mavius were about to renounce pounce. pounce on them, and they were and they were con continued continued on the next room was around and covered in striped 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 fabric and indoor Curtis circus tent. circus tent. oh cool an indoor circus tent oh that's cute pink. Okay, here, I'll, I'll do this one because these words are funky. S uh, sideshow, sideshow, sideshow. Blinked a sign made of tiny popcorn-style light bulbs. Here they found an old phone of... Grinning. Grinning. Mm-hmm. Grinning. Grinning Siamese. Science twin. Grinning Siamese twins? I want to see Siamese twins. Where's Siamese? Siamese twins? Do you know what Siamese twins are? Yeah. It's when they're, they are grown together in their mother's stomach, so they never separate completely. Mm. So there's like two heads, one body, <gasps> two bodies oh, yeah. stuck together. Yeah, yeah I know what Siamese twins are. Yeah. Saucy dancing girls. Saucy dancing <laughs> girls. Surely... Beard. Mm -hmm. Surely bearded ladies. Sh Tattooed Ooh. fire eaters. Tattooed I mean. fire eaters. And ow, said Max Ernest. And Indian five. I think it's Fakur. I don't know what that word Fakur is. Fakur lying mm -hmm. on the bed of nails. They, they stopped to examine a flatting. Fading. Fading caress. Surface. Circus poster in a peeling in a peeling gold frame. It it sh it showed two identical young boys in tuxedos. One blindfolded, standing over, standing over, standing over some, some. 
kind of fury. Fury. Cauldron. Cauldron. You want to go, Pepe? You want to turn? Oh. There you go. All right, let's let's do some microphone swapping. You guys want to sing a song? Do 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 do. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, we're kind of oh, cauldron. It there. smells. Oh, smoke curled. Okay. Go for it. Smoke curled up around them. The amazing Bergamio brothers in the symbiosis. The symphony of smells. Right? Symphony yeah. of smells. <laughs> it read Pietro and. Luciano. Luciano at age age 11. Mm -hmm. Our two friends turned to look at each other. Eyes shining. Now they knew they were in the right place. Uh, Cass, what do we do now? Max Ernest asked Max Ernest a moment later. He nodded toward the hallway where a, ma a man in gray, a gray suit, sat at a small table way where a writing. man... Okay. Writing a note. Right. <laughs> Just act like we're supposed to be here. Excuse me, mister, Cass said, raising her voice. Do you know where we can find... The man did not look up. And when they got closer, they could see why. He wasn't real. He was a mechanical guy. And the note he was writing was simply a phrase written over and over with his jerky but precise hand. Loose lips sink ships. Loose lips sink ships. Loose lips sink ships. Kind of creepy, don't you think? Asked Max. Not really. I think it's cool, said Max Ernest. And he's an auto man. Kind of like an old-fashioned robot. I read about them. In the old days, magicians used to perform with. Before Max Ernest could finish, thwag, thunk, two kids jumped as one. An arrow whizzed by their heads and landed right next to them. Amid a dozen of a dozens of arrows on a large target. Hey, you could have killed us, Cass shouted. But when they turned to see who nearly, who nearly shot them, they only saw an automation. This one holding a bow and a quiver of arrows on the floor beside him. As they look up around the room, they saw an automa playing games of cards and chess, watering fake flowers, telling fortunes over crystal balls. There were so many mechanical animals, rabbits, chimps, birds. It was quite a collection. Most of the automa looked very old and some kind of creaked very loud to seem to be broken all, or seemed to be broken altogether. Apart from the mechanical people, there didn't seem to be any sound, any didn't seem to be a soul around they thought that they heard someone playing the piano, but when they followed the music to its source, they saw an old piano player accompanied by anyone human or uh, unaccompanied by anyone human or otherwise, its keys moving up and down, seeming, seemingly on their own. So it was like a piano that played by itself. Do you think they're just not here? Do we have to come back? asked Max Ernest. Where did the guy with glasses go? Before Cass could answer, a scrawny cat darted in front of them and then started scratching herself against what looked like a cabinet or both, or a booth of some sort with a curtain opening. Hey, isn't that Pietro's cat? Cat finished. Max Ernest thought. They met, or at least 
or at least seen the mad magician's shy feline when they visited the house of last investigation. Yeah, it could be. She's just as skinny and the same color or multicolors. What's it called? Calico. As soon as Max Ernest pronounced the word, the cat stepped into the booth and nearly literally vanished before their eyes. Hey, where'd she go? Cass examined. As Max Ernest watched, she stepped into the booth after the cat and vanished just as quickly. It was then that he noticed the glittering sign above, cast away to the invisible. Cass, are you there? Max Ernest took a cautious step forward towards the booth and disappeared that Cass had disappeared into. Yeah, I'm right here. Can't you see me? No, it's just all black. It must be an illusion. You know, for like a stage show, Max Ernest said, trying to sound confident. Are there mirrors inside? Um, yeah, but I can't really... Wait, I think there's kind of a door. It's in the floor. Okay, I'm just going to go look. Wait, don't go without me, said Max Ernest. But by the time he entered the booth, she was gone. And the stream and light streamed up at him from the hatch on the floor. Oh my gosh, so they literally... She just stepped into this booth and then just disappeared. Okay. That's cool. Creepy. All right. What did you think of the, the story so far? I know it was only one chapter, but did you think it was kind of cool? I think that was pretty cool and creepy. Yeah. This whole book is so, so cool. And if you listen to the podcast, you can go from book one, chapter one, and we have every episode's a chapter, so you can only do one chapter at a time if you want, and listen to all of them, and then you can literally know exactly what's going on. Cool, right? Okay. What do you say? You guys want to say goodbye? Goodbye. Goodbye, peeps. Goodbye.